recording. Oh, I we're not doing the intro? I know. I, I like, could always do that later. No, Let's, but it's I could, nicer I could, when you do the intro I, I part could, of I it. I could add it on You're later. never going to add it on. Have you gone and edited anything else we've I have, ever made? I have, have edited many, many of them, yes. <laughs> no, you haven't. You're lying. Why would I lie about editing our own podcast? <laughs> I don't know. Like... You need a lot of editing. I don't know if you know this, but... You just cut me out entirely. Yep. Probably, yeah. There's just dead silence in the middle. It's just me and Unser talking to each other, and then there's silent, awkward silences. Long, awkward silences in the middle. But yeah, I, I think that, uh, you know, one of the things that we will be discussing on the podcast is... is um, the polarization that's kind of happening in society. Uh, it's very extreme. I very find. extreme polarization that's happening. Uh, specifically, I mean, not only because of the pandemic. I think a lot of this was happening even before the <clears> pandemic. <throat> I just think that maybe the pandemic exacerbated For existing sure. trends sure. and kind of amplified them. But uh, I mean, even in our social circles, we find people who have very divergent views um that have gone more extreme in the that have gone more yeah. extreme and have become distant from their friends yeah because we can't meet them or <laughs> yeah or, or or maybe in my case not my immediate friends but i'm realizing other people who i knew as acquaintance acquaintances i'm realizing have these views that i feel are m more on the radical side so i am i myself i'm like oh okay I mean, yeah. it doesn't really affect, I'll still affect, be, uh, they're not a part of my tight-knit group of friends anyways. I mean, I, and I would never stop completely being your friend, but my views on you and how you view the world and process what I feel is logic will be changed because of that. Because I feel like... And it's, 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 are... it's not <clears throat> dumb people. No. It's not, it's not people who lack the cognitive function. It's it's kind of weird. Like you'll be talking to somebody who's intelligent, well-spoken, everything, and then they'll suddenly say something like, "Oh, you know, Hillary Clinton eats babies," <laughs> and then you're gonna be like, "For real?" And then you know you'll try to humor them for a few minutes. Be like, "Okay, why do you believe this? What is the evidence of this?" And then it just comes down to um, I, either I argue against this in yeah. a rational fashion, or and risk my friendship yeah. or I keep my mouth shut and nod my head as if I'm talking to somebody who I cannot relate to. And yeah. you also have one of two choices or, or streets to go down, right? You can, I feel as though people will be like, it's worthwhile for me to share my thoughts with someone. If you feel that this person who may not be aligned to those thoughts is willing to listen and consider what you're saying and and if, um, and be like you know that's how you learn anybody how that's how you learn things you absorb things that other people are saying that you didn't otherwise consider or know I feel like people will be like I want to share my thoughts with someone who I will at least be open to hearing them mm. as opposed to someone who you feel is so far on one extreme that they're not even going to pay attention to anything that you're saying then what's the point on the same note, though, then how do you like, you know, people then if you think about history and how people's views on things have changed or society, the majority of society's views of things have changed for the better. Maybe it's always come with one person or a small group of people saying something that seemed radical at the time that wouldn't get through to people that but ultimately did. So maybe you shouldn't be holding back your thoughts <clears> thinking, <throat> oh, this person's never going to listen to me. You should be like, oh, maybe I can. I think that when the problem comes in is when either side just <clears throat> does not want to express themselves anymore. Mm -hmm. yes. Or yes. when one says, 
um, that they don't accept the other's ideas and that causes a personal fr friction rather than just, okay, we've got different ideas, cool, bro. Yeah. Like that doesn't seem, to me it seems like a lot of what's happening is that one side or the other is just going, all right, I'm not going to talk to you anymore. But why should that be? Why should it be that just because you have different ideas on some crazy cooked up theories that, uh, or not, I don't know. Like, I mean, I believe that they're cooked up and crazy. You know what I mean? Um, but then I can also say people from different religions that have crazy cooped up stories get along too nowadays, right? Mm -hmm. So why can't people who believe in Q is QAnon, is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, QAnon. QAnon uh, or Pizzagate yeah. and people who do not believe in, yes. in Pizzagate and QAnon um, still be friends acknowledging that they have different beliefs. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, uh, I think it's I think it's also okay, depends on that relate. Like if you feel like I have this friend who has completely uh, a polarized view on something as This me. is not going to get aired. So you yeah. can talk. <laughs> <laughs> no, but if you feel as though you have a friend like who is I would only feel comfortable in expressing my if I had a completely opposite view on something to you, I would only be comfortable in expressing that if I felt as though regardless of whatever I say to you you're not going to hold it against me and mm. you're not going to look. You may think like, whoa, we have very different views on this, but you're not going to alter how you view me or it's, you know, mm. then I will be comfortable. If I feel as though, man, he's going to look down on me, he's not even going to want to be my friend or judge me in a way that I think is unfavorable to me, then I wouldn't want to express it to you because I don't want you to think that of me. But then you're not really friends if you're afraid of expressing something in front of, you know what I mean? I don't think you're not, I don't think you're not friends because you're afraid of expressing. I think you're not friends because you're afraid of that person judging you and you shouldn't have that kind of judgment between friends. Right. You're not expressing as a result of thinking you will be judged, but between friends, you should never feel that your friend will judge you regardless of what you say. Right. right. And that, that depends on your dynamic as friends, not so much what you're debating and having polarized views on. It also depends on what it is that you're saying, right? Like if you're saying something like what you're saying, yeah, that's pretty pretty out there. Mm -hmm. Like I don't think a lot of people are going to be comfortable sharing that that's in true the first too. place because you're really putting your neck out on the line there. Like if I come up to you all of a sudden and I say, "Yo, um, yeah, like Hillary Clinton's eating babies," <laughs> you know. <laughs> What are you, what's your reaction going to be? You're going to be like, this guy has gone crazy. Yeah, but I mean, at the same time, people can sit by and discuss, you know, Moses split the sea in two. <clears throat> no, but uh, hold on. My, if you said that to me, my question, my, 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 my first thought would be like, whoa, okay. But my next thought would be like, why do you think this? Where is this yes. coming from? And then we can get into a whole argument and none of it will make sense. What I say then? What, what whatever follows won't make sense because it's not based off of anything that I can prove, right? So, but you have no, but you have conviction in it. So you feel a certain way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I can I can feel whatever I want, like like Moses splitting the sea. Yeah, that's a personal belief, whatever it is. But if you if you start asking me why do you believe that, there's no way I can prove or prove the evidence for it. But I think the analogy I don't think you can compare Moses splitting the sea versus what were like Q and non and their beliefs. Purely because Moses splitting the sea was so long ago. Was so mm. long ago. It was written in historical holy texts that it itself is very no, old. I, I don't Where, agree with that. Let I me think finish that my let me finish my thought though. So what I'm saying is that is something that took place 
and and facts that took place right around a time that is not in existence anymore to us now whereas with the the things that Kyo and Anna are saying right they're more relevant they're more timely they they happened now so if you wanted to go back into history of the last one year this this is a lot and where things are significantly more documented now and not even written you have videos you have things that you can visually see and don't require necessarily interpretation as opposed to something that happened 2000 or i don't know i don't think the time is really a factor i think irrational belief is irrational belief if you have no evidence to believe that moses split the sea why do you have that belief yeah but you're saying you, you in your situation what what you're categorizing as no evidence to believe Moses split the sea is not to, is not the same as the facts of whatever QAnon is saying because they're they are using things that have happened now and manipulating the the telling of okay uh, A happened and then as a result of A B happened no but right. what i'm saying is the two the two facts themselves have absolutely no corroborating evidence like you're saying time is a factor <clears throat> Oh, but, I didn't but I but that's but what I'm saying is you this pizza gate or whatever theories that QAnon believes in I feel as though cor- the corroborating evidence that the people who believe this uh, believe in is probably more factually based than whatever stories we have on Moses maybe those maybe those th- those facts are based on interpretation or maybe you know but you have a lo- you you could potentially have a lot more things su- supporting this QAnon theory than you have on Moses splitting the sea 4000 years ago or whenever it happened not 4000 but well yeah maybe 4000 the only yeah i mean they're both uh, both ideas are out there obviously yeah the only thing is you, I, I would be more sympathetic towards someone that was brought up with that, you know, when mm. they were, mm-hmm. that's not that's something that they believed in necessarily out of volition or they didn't make an active decision to be like, oh, you know, I've been reading in Moses split the sea. That yes. just didn't come out of nowhere. Yeah. They've been taught this from birth or something, right? Yeah. Like we have all, yep. probably all of us. Yeah. So we've been kind of conditioned to be like, oh, that's not that crazy. It's okay, right? So if someone tells me that, I'd be like, okay, you've been brought up this thing since you were like right. four years old now when you're 30 something years old and just come up and say hey there's a uh, there's a secret cabal of democrats uh, that are running a pedophile ring then you're like okay you were obviously not brought up with this idea so where did you come up with this and then they're like oh some guy on the internet told me and then you're like okay then the argument kind of ends there at that point not even an argument it's just like okay this person's not making much sense now right mm. but i will say that there's one equivocation there and that's the power of suggestion right so we're saying fine as a child you were raised to believe in moses and the splitting of the sea because it was probably suggested to you multiple times mm. you know, your family talked about it you went to mosque or church or synagogue or wherever it was and then it, it went such that you were just like okay yeah i accept right and the way that social media works nowadays, you know, oh. you pull one story mm-hmm. that's kind of out there yeah. and then it's inundating you with this day in and day out. And, and, an, and another thing I want to see is how many of those people that believe in QAnon also believe that Moses split the sea? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <That's another thing. laughs> I, I think that there's a susceptibility. I think there's a susceptibility yeah. in human beings to accept things based just on the power of suggestion. Like if you hear it enough times, like just walking around here and there, maybe in the conversation, you'll bring it out as fact without necessarily checking up on it. Like how much of the things that we come across every day do we actually go that detailed into, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And the propensity for human beings to invent gods and invent devils and these things is very well known. Yeah. 
that makes sense. It's like uh, I think we were talking about it last time. Where, where was it? Three months. You tell someone the same thing over and over. Oh yeah. And they'll believe it. It's crazy. It, it yeah. is. I think that was a podcast too. Oh, was it? I think so. Right? <laughs> I don't know. It oh, may yeah. have been. It may have been. But there is that susceptibility. We have that. Um, there's some mechanism that's built inside of us to just sort of accept things the more that we're exposed to them. And that's kind of how social media works nowadays, particularly like YouTube and Instagram yeah. and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. One thing that I was thinking that doesn't get talked about with people that do get into conspiracy theories is it's kind of like school shooting, right? Where we just say, oh, Marilyn Manson, he was listening to Marilyn Manson, he brainwashed him or something, <laughs> right, you know, or right. he was listening to heavy metal music or whatever. Mm. Something, uh, basically an easy scapegoat. Just be like, oh, get rid of the video games and mm-hmm. he, the kids won't go around shooting people up, which mm. is obviously not true. It's a deeper problem where you have to probably, I don't know, bullying. and Yeah, that's mental, the one that comes to mind. Mental disorders yeah. and all that and being able to identify these things. But media will always be like, oh, okay, let's just, you know what, the low-hanging fruit is Marilyn Manson. Let's just blame him. He looks crazy, yeah. right? Mm. Same thing with this. What, I'm, what I was mm. thinking is people are just being like, oh, you know, these people are just crazy. They're just doing this. But there is a lack of trust in the media. That is what's doing it. That's mm. why people are going towards these yes. random person on the internet. Why, why are people doing that? Because they don't trust the media. And another and thing, media does not want to take responsibility for it, obviously. And another thing, I heard this. Uh, it was a comment uh, Joe Rogan made, right? Where you know, when you are, when you are in the media, right, and 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 you're you are delivering the news to someone, right? It should ideally be unbiased news, right? If if it's mm. news, it should be factually based, and you sh- and whatever your personal biases are should not be reflected in the news that you're delivering to people, right? It That's should difficult, be, though. It's it's difficult, That's very right? Difficult. But but ideally, at, at least you don't want to be clearly leaning one way or the other, right? You, mm, I mean, yes. you'll always have support, every human nature to have personal bias. But if if you think about the what the function of the media and news should be, it should be to deliver fact. Not not your opinion, but oftentimes, and a lot of times, these news media streams, Fox, for example, right, mm. will all will be leaning so much one way that their own biases start influencing the way that they're de- delivering news, and then it and doesn't end up being fact based news. It ends up being opinion. an op- opinion based news, which then yes. is not truly news. And you then as, a, I mean, as there's, an there's always member, a ratio of opinion in news <clears throat> like like nobody yeah but you want that at, at least if you're trying to be a media stream that is 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 portraying yourself as purely basing the news you want that you want that um influence of bias to be as minimal as yes, possible yes yes that's right? the best you can do that's the best you, you can, can make do. it minimal but you can base it on facts so first you say the fact and then you extrapolate on it right you say this proves X, for example, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, you know, CNN, for example, is reporting that Biden won ahead of time. They are now mm. an ultra liberal network, and they shouldn't be taken into account when um, wh- when you're doing objective journalism. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's all I have to say. <laughs> I mean, and then at the same time, if you think about what uh, if you think about what you just said, objective journalism, in anything that you're trying to research. You will never be able to get, I don't think you'll ever be able to get 100% of the story, right? Mm, You can get as accurate as possible and you can try to gather as much fact as you can. And all of that fact will probably point to a particular conclusion you're going to draw. But I mean, you, depending on the situation though, you could get, 
enough fact. You can get you may not be able to get 100%. Maybe you'll be able to get 90%. And 90% is enough to um, uh, draw conclusions of facts that have happened and mm. reasonable conclusions that may not be biased one way or another, right? Uh, person A hit person B. Person, person B now has a black eye. Pretty sure it's happened right. because of the fight. That is fact, Yeah, right? but do you want to read that? Nah, yeah. Yeah, 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 you're right. You're well, right. I mean, you know, new, uh, news magazines like The Economist, for example, they have sections where it's just statistics. Yeah. Like they don't talk at all about what's but going on or whatever. But that's for a particular audience, But statistics right? is, is, can be uninteresting, not because people aren't interested in fact, but because people want to hear a story. Not, and not, and, mm, and yes. people want to hear, under, like it, that story can be fact-based, but you want it explained to you. Yeah, that's why we watch these end. crime documentaries, for example. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Like we just know, oh, this person killed this person. That's not interesting. You're yes. never going to watch that. Yes. Mm-hmm. If there's just a bunch of like yes. crimes that happened, you, we're never going to watch that. Now yes. if they go into, this person was doing this and you know, yes. this person had this yep. hate for, you know, then it's interesting. You want to watch it. It's like, um, I think it was John Stewart on, they were asking him, what do you think news should be like, uh-huh. right? And he was like, he, and it was surprisingly what his answer was, I like what Fox News does, even though he, he's yeah. anti-Fox, yeah. right? Yeah. He's like, I like what they do. They have an agenda and they push it. Yeah. And that's their opinion. And I think ev- news should be that, which is interesting. I was like, why should it be? But his explanation was, you're getting your point across. That's what it is. Mm. Who says news has to be that unbiased? Yeah. Yeah. It's like you you have an opinion, you should get it across and you should be you shouldn't be sugarcoating it. You should let them know that this is my purpose. But maybe the other side of that is you want you don't want to draw conclusions for or you, you shouldn't I or the opposite side to that will say you don't want to draw conclusions for other people. You want to present them with facts. Yeah. This happened. This happened because of this. And maybe the because can be uh, objective um, or subjective. But you want to say uh, all of these events happened and this is the end result of that. Now now you decide why did it happen? What were the influences there? What were the reasons behind that? Then, the- then that become, goes into science pretty much. That's not yeah. news anymore, right? That's, well, that's no. what scientists do. They go in and be like, okay, this happened because of this. You know, his historians and whatever, they can they can draw the conclusions. News is basically... Okay, well, take what happened Trump. in Lebanon, <laughs> the uh, explosion, mm. right? Yeah. So when that happened, right, uh, what, what, are, what are the things that you would want a, a purely objective uh, news stream to say? Okay, they want... First of all, you want to know what happened. There was a bomb in Lebanon. It destroyed half the city, right? Mm. Then you want to know why did it happen? What was the cause of this bomb, right? Then you want to know, okay, now I know the cause. Uh, was it foul play or was it an accident, right? Or was it a terror act of violence, right? Uh, then, and, and then figure, now either that can be fact-based, like, oh yeah, they left explosives in there that they hadn't touched in 50 years and someone accidentally lit it on fire and that happened, okay? Or it could be they try, they they did it on purpose. I'm, I'm making this up, but someone wanted to blow this up, but they made it look like it was an like that's where the objectivity could potentially mm-hmm. come into play because you will never unless you know the truth definitively, which again I think is difficult to know, right? Yeah. And I think that the same facts will result in different quote unquote truths mm-hmm. yeah. depending on what time you're looking at them, right? Yep. So for example, like you know, we we talk a lot about serial killers. And um, and just people who do fucked up shit. Yeah. And then, you know, on one side, you know, society condemns these people based on ideas of good and evil. 
which mm-hmm. you know I feel are getting outdated to even look yes. at things like yeah. that, right? Because the brain is the brain, right? The more you find out about the brain and the more you find out about um determinism really the things just seem more deterministic yeah. like these people really don't have a choice yeah. it's there's more and more factors pointing to the fo- point of you know like you know there was that um uh what was it a surgeon who went on a murder spree or something yeah and then dexter they, no <laughs> <laughs> well him too <laughs> and then somebody pointed out scan his brain for cte Yeah. And he had like one of the worst cases of CTE oh. they've ever seen, right? Mm. Yeah. Which is like, because he never showed any propensity for any of this Dude, stuff why before. Why did he have that? What, what caused it? Do you know? I, I, don't, oh. I didn't go that deep. It was that one with Chris Benoit, right? The wrestler, the WWE wrestler. Okay. Where he, it was a murder-suicide. He killed his wife, kids, and oh himself. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And then they, I think it was pretty well known that he had CTE, whatever that thing is, mm. the brain eating disorder. Well, it's not a disorder. It's just from damage. Basically, yeah. he's a wrestler. Football players, the one for, that for boxers. Bo- yeah. Yeah. yeah, there was one, Aaron Hernandez. There was yeah. one. Oh, yeah, 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 there was a documentary on Aaron Hernandez. That was good. Yeah, so that guy definitely had it. He had problems from the beginning. And um, yeah, so these guys oh, oh problems obviously have brain damage. Problems because though of the brain damage. So an event caused the brain damage. Yes, and they got but the it could also be... Well, they say that about serial killers too, right? How they're formed. They say... Uh, one child abuse sexual mm, abuse or something yeah. mm. two an injury to the head mm. and then three obviously some pre oh, underlying all these, mental all of those events have to happen well often happen to create the, yeah oh. but not necessarily but that's something that they've found yeah. that's common among yeah. them you know what I didn't know I was watching the uh, an interrogation tape on Paul Bernardo yeah and that guy was wow But um, what's your what? What do you mean? Wow! You think he was mentally? No, it, it, was, that a, was, it, was a wow. Yeah, I'm not to saying that. I, I'm not saying that he was intelligent or amazing. Oh. When I say wow, yeah, I mean good looking. It, yeah. It's beyond. Oh yeah, he was just damn beautiful. He was Scarborough, But, right? Isn't he? Wasn't yeah, he from Scarborough? Yeah, yeah he was yeah. known as the Scarborough rapist initially. Yes, yeah. yeah. And um, anyways, you know, he went around raped a bunch of women. Then I think that he killed three or yeah, four women. Like All that, in yeah. Canada. All in Canada. Oh okay. Yeah. And um, and and the worst of all was that uh the girlfriend that he had at the time Which, uh, um, what's her name carla homoka. carla homoka yeah um as a birthday gift because he was into virgins um oh. got uh, got carla to i don't know call the sister over her sister her own sister oh. and intoxicate her with a bunch of shit <gasps> and then wow. and then he proceeded to rape her and then she choked on her own vomit and then passed away Because oh she was my so like, gosh. drugged up or drunk or whatever. And that was the first girl who died. No, no, no. Oh. Is, like, like, and that's the weird thing too. I know we're going off into a tangent, but how those two met each other? Like, yes. she was completely cool with the lifestyle. Yeah, yeah we're yeah. gonna bring girls over. We're gonna, we're gonna rape them. We're gonna kill them. I didn't know this about her sister. That is insane. Her own yeah. sister. Yep. So, anyways, one of the things that they brought up about Paul Bernardo was that as a child. He didn't have the most settled life. I think it was like a broken home and or no, not even broken home. It was he found out that he that his birth was a result of his mom being raped, cheating on her oh. on his dad. Oh. Oh. And apparently that had a big impact on yeah. him. 
And, and apparently, that like, he used to actually be made fun of for it by his own parents, like calling him a bastard and stuff oh like gosh. that. Like, I mean, then yeah. you just start feeling bad for him. Then you start feeling time. bad. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, when you understand how something works, and that mystique is taken away of that uh, kind of general rule of good yeah. and evil, like yeah. either it's good or it's evil. No. It yeah. just fucking is sometimes. No, but I think, I, I also think, like, I think that, like, what he did was evil, I think. What he did was wrong, if we're using those terms, right? But I think, initially, when you hear the story, and you didn't give me the backstory that you just gave me, let's say, right? Initially, your first instinct is to think, this guy did these awful things to these girls, just for the heck mm. of it. Just because he could, because he thought he could get away from it, and, and he actually enjoyed it. Okay, and you just think that, oh, my gosh, that is messed up. When you hear this backstory, though, the back what the backstory gives you is an explanation of the why, not not justifying them. It it, might be an explanation of the why. Yeah. But then it it makes it seem as though he wasn't doing this because he he really enjoyed this or purely out of just fun. But he was doing this maybe because a chemical imbalance in his brain caused him to think that this was a fun yeah, and okay but, thing to do. Right, right. So he could still have been enjoying himself and having fun. Yes, but I, I think that when you know the backstory, it's different if you just told me you did this and killed this girl. And I, mm. I know your mental state right now. And mm. I feel as though your mental st- I mean, that's questionable. Maybe <laughs> should have used answer, right? Uh, but, you know, that you're a relatively high-function... Not You are a relatively high-functioning <laughs> human, human being, right? And then you go and do this. I'm just like, that is messed up. As opposed to being like, oh, he had... He, he was, had this predisposition of something that was off in his brain, and that is why he did this. He wasn't at the same level. But you know of- what? Even simple things like lying, apparently, mm. there's uh, studies that show that um, some people are more prone to lying. That's it. Just something as simple as that because of the way their brain functions. So it was something where, where it's like, oh, this part of the brain is more active, mm-hmm. and they will lie more. That's mm. just mm. crazy. So that's not even, um, hey, what did you get in your on your you know final for this and you just say 89 percent of what you're lying about that's not even something like that it's just because you just don't want to be embarrassed or something you are just more naturally inclined to lie about it you like probably got a, liars yeah and stuff. so you yeah. probably got an 88 but you have to lie about getting a nine, yeah. 89 instead right and that's just a natural thing as well so then we're like everything is like you said everything is predetermined at that point because you're born like that. Yeah. Which is... And good and evil also has to do with consequences. Like, mm. like, like you conjure up images of the afterlife, of people who are going to be judged based on... And you can only be judged on an idea of free volition. You cannot right. be judged on determinism. I made you to kill people if there is a God again. Mm-hmm. Uh, that God made you to kill people. Now God is angry that you killed people. Therefore, you will burn in hell. Mm-hmm. So that whole concept to me is 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 just completely uh is getting outdated now and we Mm. need to think of ways of just looking at things as they are as observation you know what i mean obviously if somebody does something terrible like paul bernardo you keep them away from society you need to keep them away from society and study them but on the youtube comments everything you're just gonna see people shit on him right which i understand there's anger you know because when you think of when you think of what those women went through yeah exactly. you know what i mean yeah. like that you can't help but be enraged but at the same time you know what i mean uh, if you look at what's really going on with this human being you know maybe you'd be like fuck it's just a very unfortunate thing that happened i really wish you know something could have saved these girls you know what if, let's say you take um uh, someone 
who uh, so Paul Bernardo looked like he was a regular person. He looked right? like he was a CA. Yeah, he was yeah, a chartered accountant. Yeah, he was uh, university educated. No, but university what, what educated. Say, let's say he didn't. Let's say he looked yeah, like stop someone. Oh, sorry. Let's say he looked like someone who had a disability. Right, or he 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 looked like like someone right who had a a, a very yeah. prevalent disability, right? Yes. That as soon as you see him, you you know that that he somehow is 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 affected by the disability, and then he goes and does something, you're immediately going to have maybe a little more like you may you you're not going to think what he did is right, but you will naturally have more compassion for him. Yes. Because in your head, you're like I I he, I kind of understand maybe why he made this decision. Because because he looks like that. Bec- or because, because <laughs> <laughs> no, but because you feel as though that disability is impacting his decision making. Yeah, that you don't feel yes. is at the same level of your decision making. But that's because it's prevalent to you. You can see right. it. There as are, to, yeah, there are physical manifestations right? of it. But as yeah. opposed to if it's in their brain and you, and you don't, you can't yeah. see it. It's different. Then yeah. you're going to immediately attack them and be like, "This person is trash," right? Yeah. So. Yeah, I think I think that whole thing about this person is trash needs to kind of be reevaluated. Yeah, but then this goes back to what we were talking about with the conspiracy theories. If you are more prone to believe in it, then you're just more prone to believe in it, right? Yeah, but I would like to think that we can get. I, I know we were talking about this a little before uh, about the polarization of society and how it's different when you have a clash of ideas and when you have a clash of identities. Those are two very different things and how they influence the democratic process. So if you have two varying uh, uh, different ideas and you people don't identify themselves as uh, immutable representatives of those ideas, but these are just ideas I have that I think may be good, and two separate sides come together and, or three separate sides come together, they can have a symbiotic relationship where they come to an agreement as to, okay, we'll, we'll split something in the middle, we'll try some of this and we'll try some of that. But where you have... I um, am extreme and you're not even willing to come to the table. I think that yes. would be difficult. And, and, and based on the idea that this is my identity. Mm. Because then what happens in society, and The Economist had a great article on this, is that the people who have... The, the most people that have this identity mm-hmm. run the democratic mm-hmm. process. So it becomes the oppressive rule of the majority. Mm-hmm. Whereas when, where you have ideas, you've got to come to some agreement somehow. Like if you've just identified, like, you know, people like, yeah, I'll die for Trump. What the <laughs> fuck? You'll die for Trump? Well, you should never die for any politician. But yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, also, I also think that, I think it's, I think fear drives how we react on in certain situations right if you present to me uh, the serial killer right who when i look at i fear like when i look at him i fear for myself i fear for society i fear for an innocent person that crosses his path you weren't you were naturally going to want to write these hate comments and write these negative things and feel negative yes and feel not feel compassion as opposed to again if you saw a young the same act done by maybe a, a young guy who who has an innocent stills to him or you can see that he's uh, he's he's not fully developed in your thing you're not going to fear him as much i don't think but and i then, think that this is modern times i do yeah. think that it, back in the Agreed. day before they knew what mental illness was before 100%. there was awareness of it yeah even if you looked you know really out of place let's mm-hmm. say right um but people people first of all people would kill children like that Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because there would be more of a burden on them, right? Like, 
at the end of the day, I think that this is due to education now that we've come and accepted. Okay. Or, or like a black person in America in the early 18th century. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They looked at a very different way than, you know, they'd mm-hmm. be looked at today. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And I think that uh, where it comes to the argument of who we are versus what our ideas are. Nazi Germany is the biggest example of that. Mm-hmm. We are the Aryan race. We have apparently the blonde hair and the blue eyes. And therefore mm-hmm. we have the right mm. to build this living space for us, mm. you know, for the prime race that will dominate all others and eliminate all impurities, mm-hmm. right? Which would be the disabled people, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And that was actually seen as a mercy that mm. future generations will not have these disabilities and therefore we can completely eliminate them. Um, but and also the, the view that when you have a disability, you cannot be value-adding. Yes. Right? Which is, I think that that has changed as well. Um, because uh, I think there is a lot of value. Disability can range as well on, on, the, on the spectrum of whatever you may be disabled having. Um, and I think that when you have that mentality that this well yeah when you have the mentality that this cannot be value adding to your society then you're going to be like why do we have this around if it's only going to be uh, a taxation to us mm. uh, and there's no benefit then there's no point that, you know yes right? it's a very cold and calculated way of looking at things mm-hmm. mm. but but that has changed I, like i think it comes back to the point you made about education and mm. understanding understanding why people are 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 that certain way why are they different right um uh, and also even if they are different there is value to them that just that knowledge and that mm. association that you may be different but you can still be value adding i think that has changed and that has changed i think it's just knowledge and understanding like fear fear of the unknown um is something that i think is human that a lot of people have like corona fear of oh. the unknown when corona first happened we had no idea what it was we had no idea how deadly it could be we had no idea how to prevent it or stop it that fear caused a, what we saw happen. 100%. Selling out grocery stores. No more groceries left. Isn't that happening? It's supposed to be happening again. Yeah, it's <laughs> happening right now. Like right? Raymond yeah. went to the store. He said there was a bunch of shit that he couldn't find. Oh, really? Yeah. Here? Yeah, Over he said here. there were lineups now and shit like that. And like, I've been hearing a bunch of people talk about lineups. At but I think the lineups is because they're regulating the number of people in the store. Yeah, but there was a time. Yeah, yeah. so they're probably regulating more so people it's, it's now than they were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You less people in the store, right? Yeah, but I, I think that more people are going to the store too because yes. even my mom was like, yeah, when I, you know, even when you get in, you know, yeah. there's... I saw that when, cause so, so to Peel went on in lockdown this past Monday, mm, right? Yeah. And I had heard about it, but I was just, I wasn't thinking it's going to be like March lockdown. I was like, oh, restaurants will have to close, blah, 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 right? And then on the Friday, I had to run to Walmart to get like regular, normal grocery stuff, like a small amount. Mm. And I was out of flour. I was generally out of flour and I wanted to bake something on the weekend. And I went to the flour section, which was fully stocked before. Tell me more about this baking. And I was like, um, I made really good cookies, actually. Uh, and and you didn't about, bring them? I know, because I was going to pass. This is evil. I was going to pass. This is the no definition fridge. of, you will burn in hell like those I cookies. Was, I was <laughs> but so I went and I was like, oh my gosh, the flour is, I got like one of the last bags and I got a, wow. a regular size bag. There was a massive bag and I was just like, oh my gosh, people feel like food is not going to be on our shelves anymore. Yeah. Like, and I didn't understand that. Never once had we run out of food. And, and this comes back to the amygdala. And how, you know, like, I do give a lot of credence to 
uh, our brains, and I, I talk about this a lot with both of you guys, are not adapted to the changes we've seen in society within the last 100, 200 years. The rapid rate yeah. of change that of we've technology. seen oh, te of yeah, technology yeah, yeah. and the way of living and comfort of living, at least in the, the, the developed nations, is unprecedented. Mm -hmm. And we're still living with these old reptilian brains mm -hmm. that, you know, are, are scouring, you know, and looking for threats and, and these anxieties mm. and, you know, insecurities that keep coming up that really serve no functional purpose anymore. Mm -hmm. There's no fucking lion that's going to jump out of us, you know, jump at us out of the bush. But we're still programmed to think, you know, something small as somebody saying like a comment that may make us feel like they're being offensive. But people I think get that all that, worked up. But that, that, that okay, the, the lion jumping out of the bush is a very different scenario and re reaction and mental reaction from someone making a comment online. Like those are, lion, like the, the lion thing is a physical threat. Whereas the online thing, I think is a mental thing. Like I, so I no, think but I think, I think that the same, I think that this, well, it's all mediated through the mind. Yeah. So the fact is it's all going on, but I, I see people get so worked up and like, you know, in the groups that we've been in, people talking about how they feel when they get into these arguments. Like, you know, one of our friends was like, yeah, this takes away my peace completely. Mm. And he wasn't even part of the argument. I think yeah. though that I think that that may be, oh, I don't know. No, but I am argument, saying that yeah. when people do get into arguments, there is some of that fight or flight that gets activated. Maybe not in the 100% exact way as that when you need to fight, but people become a little more aware. The pupils get a little more dilated. You can see it when you talk to them. It's, it's, you know, they shouldn't be that stressed on a disagreement. Yeah. And but I think it's because maybe people take these things very personally. And they take, like, you, you, you may be discussing <clears throat> a situation outside of you that you have no control over. Mm. What the government is doing, right? Um, but I think people can make it a very personal decision and then start thinking about, oh, my freedoms are being impacted and, and stuff like that. So it, when it becomes very emotional, when it becomes very personal to you. So mine is, when, why is it becoming emotional? And it's becoming emotional because you have the modalities for it to become emotional. But these are kind of out of whack. I don't think that they are rational. And I think that's just, again, because of the way our brains are wired. Yeah, but I think it's, I think it becomes personal. Because you make the situation first. Like you could say, look, lockdown is happening. Government is shutting down everything, right? Mm. You can have a job that's not impacted by it. You can continue to be working. You can continue to have groceries. Your life can be not that impacted. But you can, yes. ta you can take this government doing this and turn it into something personal. Like my, my freedoms are being in imposed upon. I should be free. to If I want to wear a mask, I should wear one. If I don't want... Like, mm. And then you, you, then you make it personal and you, and you take a situation that could not otherwise not impact you and now you're, you're saying how it does impact you and when it impacts you that's when you become physically agitated or because right. now it's touching my life it's touching me so i think uh when you take a situation you're removed from and and insert yourself into it or how you could be impacted by it that's when emotion becomes yeah and, I, and i'm and i don't think that there's any debate about that mine is instead of having a really strong emotional response to it which usually doesn't lead to people doing anything about it necessarily, right? Like, then what is the necessity of having this emotion? Like, what I'm saying is that this is from the past. This doesn't necessarily, we have not caught up to this. And I'm not only talking about the pandemic. The pandemic, I agree with you, is a situation that is extraordinary. But even before the pandemic, 
You know, people no, freaking out think, on random things. But I think that they're freaking out on these what things that we consider random, right? Ultimately, because it's going to impact your life. It's going to, if it impacts your health, if it impacts your ability to survive, if it impacts your ability to have a family, those things are going to trigger, and those things should trigger a physio- physiological reaction from you. You may be incorrectly thinking that it's going to impact you in that way, but mm. that is why you react that way. Because you feel as though it's going to physically affect you somehow. What I think is that it's disproportionate and is not of any functional use. But that's because the you, reason. You, but that's because you're saying it's not going to physically affect you. It's not going to have this. No, no, no. That's you. not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is a lot of people that are freaking out and having it's anxiety. Wasted energy. It's wasted saying. energy. Okay. They don't actually do anything about it, anyways. There's no functional end to it. But like, like people who get offended extremely easily, like. Highly sensitive people, for example, right? Again, that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about, you know, um, you know, a, a, a comment made here, a constructive criticism or whatever it is, and then people, you know, they kind of get off the rails. We all know people like that. However, I also, there's another thing that happens online is like, uh, let's say you were a public figure who has a social media account, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever, right? Um, another thing that happens is, and, and, and part of being a public figure is having that social media presence, right? Mm. And, the, and the larger social mm. media presence you have, the larger of a platform you have, right? Uh, so, but, um, a, and a lot of, and there's a lot of negativity that can be spewed, that is spewed at you, mm. when you when you are such a public figure, whatever, whoever you may be. Right. Um, and when you constantly read those, they, those people are never going to touch it, like physically come yes. into your space. Right. But when you are constantly reading that uh, and you're constantly reading those messages and like messages saying, I hope you die. And I hope uh, people yeah. can be really awful. Like, I don't even know why they're saying those things to these celebrities, I'd say. Right. <laughs> yeah. But they're they really, got nothing to do. they're really, really awful things. And if yeah. you're constantly reading that. Right. And also, I think our brains are programmed to focus more on the negative. Com- like you could have, you know, 100%, yeah, way more sure. positive comments, but that 5% of negative, your brain will focus on. 100%. Right? Um, yeah. and, and those can actually be very detrimental to your own mental health and your yeah. own, which will then have impacts on your physical health. And it does happen to people, right? Yes. Um, and that's kind of my point. Yeah. I, I don't think that that's rational. But I think, but I think that I don't think you can control that. And I don't, and I do think that that's human. I think that, I think that our evolutionary biology has not caught up. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying that it takes millions of millions of years for us to make changes, to adapt to a culture. And where we've gone. From a physiological standpoint. Yeah. Purely physical. And, and how long have human beings been around? What is it? Like 400,000 years? I thought it was longer. We looked into that. Like, I mean, maybe the first iterations of human beings were 400,000, but I think our modern form is is much less, 230 or something like that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But we've been evolving from, like, apes and different iterations of, like, you know, close species and things like that. And But the environment that they lived in, you know, apart from some natural disasters or whatever it was, was not changing at this fast pace. So what I'm saying is, that where we are right now, there's no way our biology has caught up for us to psychologically cope with what's going on, especially with the ease part of it where we just need to relax. That's true. And yeah. even your, your comment about techno- the technology that we, like if you look, let's go 200 years ago. Let's go back 200 years ago, right? The technology have we have around was not was not around then. I don't even know if we had cars back then, did we? No, we didn't no, have cars no, two hundred years was, ago. That right? um, was that was late eighteen hundreds, I believe. So so th- now just let's just in the two hundred years 
we look at the technological impact um, improvement we've had right for, go don't even go back 200 years go back like 500 years or or, or even a th- let no let's just go back actually let's go back a th- uh, 2000 years time of mm. jesus to 1000 to 2000 years ago right mm. even a thousand years in as a percentage of how long if you're saying for, for humans are 400000 years old 1% or 1000 of 400000 is a minuscule percentage. Yeah. So so like and, and then if you look at how technology is advanced in like 200 years that's an even smaller percentage, it's right? In the last 50 years. Yeah. How much it has in so, the last 50 years the, the birth of the computer that started just, everything. Just within our life, right? The within internet. our life like we, when we like think about when we were 6 years old, right? Yeah. There's no internet. No. There was no like you know you had to wait for shit to watch on TV. Mm-hmm. Um, no PVR. No PVR. Yeah, yeah. You know we had like some fucking standard definition shit where you couldn't really tell the hair color of people or. Did you guys do this thing? Well, you had to have because my, you, yeah, and um, we uh, when you had video because like you, we, you only had the radio on, right? Yeah. And then we always had a video cassette in that you to could record. record. Yeah, record and if it was something song, you yeah. like, you had to yeah, record. Yeah. Like you had to run and record it yeah. uh, because that's the only way to yeah. get re-record recorded yeah. music. And I actually remember that sometimes the vcr wouldn't record it properly yeah and then you'd be pissed off because you thought you didn't want to interrupt it or you erase an old vcr recording yeah like a good one that you really liked that was the worst or somebody in your household gets pissed that you i remember my mom got so pissed there was this one movie called born on the fourth of july it was a tom cruise movie it was very popular yeah and it was coming on tv and everybody was waiting for it yeah and then um and then she recorded it and she was going to share it with the whole family like you know like uncles and aunts and i recorded like some back to the future (laughs) shit on top of it and not only that being the incompetent child that i was i didn't even do it properly so it all just came out in like blue screen like you know pay-per-view screen or some shit and i was just like what the fuck and i got slapped for that or even or even sitting through commercials remember you had no choice no we still do it with youtube yeah but youtube is five seconds or maybe 15 you know how long commercials were like oh yeah the commercials were long right yeah uh and so instant things are a lot more instant now Mm. too right so and to to have coming back to our you know point of like genetic or, or our evolution for for our genetic our, our to have biological changes like that will take I, I don't think they're gonna take, take forever. forever. I, I don't think that we'll we're gonna catch, catch up. up. We'll never catch <clears> up. I mean, unless technology augments us. Yes. Yeah. That's Which pretty is what's much. gonna happen. Yeah. You believe technology will augment us? Yes. Technology will save us. So our bi- <laughs> so yes. Technology, yes. but, but when you say technology will augment us, are you saying the technology will allow our our bodies to? Um, uh, organically change or technology will be inserted into our bodies either or, or both either oh, or. yeah yeah i mean yeah. if you if you can get rid of the whatever your chemical misfirings in your brain that it, they do just a chip to regulate what's going yeah, on and you know, maybe it. i'll turn this one off don't get but so do offended you think, or you can just get a pill you know like food pill like a yeah. diet pill and you eat that and it regulates everything but in then your brain. do you think that uh, that's a good idea yeah. we should patent that <laughs> yes, <laughs> the food I'm pill was it red or blue which one did you have to pick i don't remember uh, i think he got red pill i think, it was I think that, that's yeah. what it is yeah. Yeah, Reference. because they use that. Yeah, yeah. Um, what was I gonna say? I had it though. Oh, but then, with all of this stuff that we're talking about, you never want everybody to be the same. Like, I think we are successful as a species because you have variability. No, in us, but right? you don't. I I completely get where you're coming from, but you can just turn off the excessive parts, like the oh, parts okay. that that I think that anything 
that number one hurts your relationships should be one of the the things some if somebody's like on average you seem to be the problem and you seem to be the problem when the network around you is trying to avoid you right mm -hmm. i think that there's something that needs to be fixed there or whether you're not able to function optimally that's how we come up with the uh, psychological disease right when you stop functioning optimally whatever your baseline is yeah that's where they say okay you're going through something now mm. like you know there's functioning alcoholics out there mm. but it doesn't become a problem until they're fucking passed out on the side of the mm. road but then if you, you know look at history, sucking some guy's balls if so you look, <laughs> if you look at history and and again i don't know the facts behind this right but if you look at like, like i'm, I'm going to go into the arts now but if you look at some of our very famous composers mozart beethoven mm. chopin or whoever right um uh or even einstein or i don't know uh who, who, who did the relativity um yeah einstein, einstein. i uh, uh, oh no gravity who did newton, newton, newton right yeah. isaac newton right um so like there was and i'm i'm trying to pick very prominent historical mm. intelligent people who've contributed to the world the way that we view the world now uh you know in some of them i think there has been this very like they some of them have not been what we would categorize as normal right um some of them have been exceptional and uh, so all i'm trying to say is you know they may have been abnormal in some ways or or or, or you know, on a spectrum in some ways but their intelligence was was an offset maybe to that or the, the reason yeah, that they but, were so but, intelligent but in order for us to, to to judge this now we would have to know what their relationships were like yeah and clearly they did very well in their functionality especially when it came to what they needed to accomplish right yeah. plus what if you can minimize the the abnormalities and maximize the intelligence yeah but what i'm perfect, saying is right? but I'm, all i'm trying to say is sometimes if you if you mm. minimize the abnormality that could have an impact on that's an assumption you, yeah it is that's an I'm assumption not, but mm. but you don't know either way yeah, yeah. You don't so know what either. i'm saying you'd, is you'd only do this if you can control it yeah obviously you're not gonna start yeah you're not gonna start doing this to everybody yeah without knowing what the impacts will be but like depressed people for example or yes. people who go through extreme depression or schizophrenia schizophrenics or schizophrenics bipolar yeah uh whatever you know some of these serious disorders what you have is um you know they take ssris or serotonin I, i'm going to totally butcher this but re in uptake inhibitors okay. right yeah. which uh, which kind of regulate your serotonin levels and, and make you happier right i've no what's the difference between dopamine and serotonin both of them make you happy don't they yeah yeah oh, okay. I, i don't know okay. enough about it yeah, but yeah. Okay, okay. um but i mean I, i've seen people who've taken these and you know their quality of life has improved drastically mm. and it hasn't changed their personality that they're not as creative um or actually no there are some people who claim that it does so yeah i kind of made an argument against myself <laughs> uh, Vinny no, has, I'm, sure, i'm sure there will be there will be drawbacks to something like this and just like any technology there's drawbacks to everything yeah then you look at the some what's the word that i'm looking for the um the net benefit the net benefit yeah and i think it's better for the world if there's no if you can cure schizophrenia but yeah maybe they're not as artistic anymore yeah all right but they're maybe you don't want to be artistic and miserable how about exactly. that exactly right or see people you know see yeah. people that don't exist i mean even the way that uh, empathy works right like there's one thing you know if you see a family that's not as well to do but they're happy you don't feel that bad for them you're yeah. like yeah you know what they're happy you know they're you know the they're, they're having fun everything's good you know things are kind of tight whatever it is 
but then when you see anybody who's just suffering yeah you know you're just like man this i just wish that this did not happen mm. and i think that 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 technology perhaps in the future can augment us such in the way in which tragedies are not as tragic anymore meaning that we don't feel as bad or you mean both like both the people who 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 are going through the suffering oh, are not suffering, suffering as, as much, much right okay. because you, you, suffering is not um uh specific to the poor right it's right. it's to the rich too when you see somebody whether rich or poor but you they're just suffering and sometimes yes. you're just like why right you yeah. don't understand um you're kind of just like man like i if this would go away um yeah and just to make them feel better basically just to make them feel like that's yeah. pretty much like that means a lot that yeah. maybe means everything yeah that is what happened you got the definition yeah so this is very oh. interesting right so uh, uh sorry yeah i was i was reading into differences between serotonin and dopamine right uh uh so they're both involved in similar body processes operate differently imbalances of these chemicals can cause different medical conditions that require different treatment right um and uh, so dopamine is uh, uh really associated with your brain where serotonin is related to your gut which is interesting um mm. uh, so neurons in your brain release dopamine which carry signals between the neurons right mm. uh body uses dopamine to create chemicals uh and plays an inter- integral role in the reward system so i think dopamine and and feeling satisfaction and reward uh, ah, is yes, linked yes. right uh, uh and that control motivation desire and craving so dopamine can influence mood sleep learning movement alertness blood flow whereas mm. serotonin uh, uh mainly resides in your gut helps regulate the movement of your digestive system and it's involved in regulating sleep cycle oh. whereas uh, whereas dopamine is not mood and emotions metabolism appetite cognition and uh concentration hormonal activity body temperature Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Very different. Very different. So heroin is dopamine, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Dope. So what is <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And what is serotonin? Serotonin is, there... is the one gut one. Thank you not so young Nikita. <laughs> 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 young Jamie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, what, what what are the drugs for serotonin? I'm sure there is some street drug that does. But why would you want your digestive system to work very yeah, well? Yeah, because dopamine can lead to feelings of euphoria, bliss, enhanced motivation and concentration, but which serotonin you want. won't do that. Correct. Okay. Serotonin I think is just more regulation and based. And influences your Just very zone. good digestive okay. system then so <laughs> improves your digestion. you take a good shit yeah, you're all yeah, good yeah yeah serotonin can influence moods and emotions but helps regulate digestive functions so such as appetite there's a huge thing about the gut and brain connection they say mm. uh, like a lot of autism research oh. has actually pointed to this because i'm researching that all the time right yeah. they've actually found that taking the fecal matter as disgusting as this mm-hmm. sounds from a typical child mm-hmm. and inserting it in the gut biome of a autistic child mm. made significant differences no in that child's behavior concentration serious? and cognition i wonder What how the they it's gut back because the gut bacteria in in people with autism is very different than the gut bacteria in typical but i'm interested yeah. i'm surprised that they Damn. would have to insert something from the the fecal matter as opposed to just inserting something from the gut of a of a 
I I don't know how the mechanism works, but I I found it kind of disgusting when I read it. But I was like, what's really interesting is, and I don't think they've gotten to the bottom of it. I think that the why the microbes are different, why the gut biome is different, is where you want to get at rather than putting shit from one child into the other child's gut, right? I mean, if that's the only thing, that's the only thing. It's progress, right? The fact that that can make a difference. That is insane. I wouldn't have even thought about it. I I know. I wonder who did, someone was feeding their child shit. I've been feeding him this, he's just getting smarter. <laughs> yeah, you realize you're you're literally, you know, feeding your shit. I'll shit. Where did you get this shit? So sorry, I'm still reading on this. We'll get a few more facts on I love this. I love this this, this, right? this young Jamie yeah. shit she's pulling. Um, so having too much or too little dopamine can impair communication between your neurons because dopamine's in your brain, right? It's mm. sending signals to your neurons and lead to the development of physical and psychological health conditions. Dopamine may play a significant role in the following conditions. Parkinson's, depression, schizophrenia, hallucination. Oh. Uh, and play a role in motivation and reward-driven behaviors, which makes sense. Reward, dopamine, you always get that high when you feel... Yeah. Like rewarded, right? Um, where is serotonin? Where is serotonin? Serotonin. Um, low serotonin does not necessarily cause depression. Multiple factors beyond biochemistry contribute to depression, okay, which is not what we're looking at. However, having low serotonin levels may increase your person's risk of developing depression. So both of them can, can so impact depression. Yeah. yeah. Uh, SSRIs, serotonin medications such as selective serotonin re- reuptake inhibitors. Is that what Close. you said? Close. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't get the selective. Oh, okay. <laughs> Increase the uh, availability of serotonin in the brain. So it's probably created in your gut and how somehow travels to your brain, right? Unless it's done synthetically. It, it, it could be synthesized um, through the chemical that's being released released in the uh, pill or whatever. There's a, if you take too much serotonin medication, you can get serotonin syndrome, uh, which is serotonin toxicity. Uh, mm. Interesting. Very interesting. What if you take too much dopamine? You just get high. <laughs> yeah. And, and say a dopamine? Oh, you can overdose, I guess. Yeah, That's yeah, what, yeah. I mean, I don't know if you can do that on just pure dopamine. Yeah. I or you how probably won't function, that's for sure. You'd probably be just euphoric and just be like, I just want to yeah. chill I, for a bit. I, I think the dopamine is like, like the reward center thing is a very good uh, is a yeah. very good thing. Like, you know, when you're just, you had this tough project and then and you you're have just, a cat. you have a cat afterwards. <laughs> oh, you're just yeah. done. You're like, it's yeah. done. It's over. I did it. It was grueling, but now I feel amazing. Isn't that, isn't that feeling of when you're emotionally triggered, like in love, like your feelings, isn't that, isn't that also caused by dopamine? Probably, highs, yeah. Right? Yes, that's an extreme form of dopamine, yes. Yeah. And then if you're, when you're playing sports, you score a goal, uh, yes. yeah, that's dopamine. Reward, all yeah. driven yeah. by yeah. Right. Win a fight, that's yes. one of the best feelings you yeah. could ever have. Yeah. Um, and then there's, even after like a tough workout, you know you're going to be, you know, uh, uh, working your body for like a good hour or whatever. And then, you know, you're going intense. And then you're kind of sometimes counting down the minutes, but then yeah. when you're done, yeah, you are just on cloud nine. Yeah, but I feel like the whole the working out stimulates so many things. There must yes, be so much happening yes. in you, right? Yeah, that's there's a lot of things happening. They actually compare that to cannabis. Like, oh, but like no, the, but cannabis makes you like chill. Like makes one you of the books mellow. that one of the one of these books. Uh, what was it again? Uh, I forgot what it was called, but it was one of these. It was this new concept called Blinkist. In which they they summarize a book in like ten minutes, 
Oh, and they, sucks you just, with the authors of the book. Yeah, <laughs> they're just like yeah. These are the main points. I I actually really liked it. I should get back yeah. on that. They had a free trial. Yeah, and they had one about how your body feels and like it's it it, it simulates the effect of cannabis mm. is what they said. Like the good effects without all the anxiety and mm. the heartbeat raising and all that stuff. Like when you're done a workout and you're chilling and you're relaxed, that's sort of how mm. cannabis acts. So they're like, you could really just do this. Although I, I didn't find it to be the same, to be honest. Mm. Um, I thought that, you know, uh, I'm not I'm not a fan of cannabis height, to, to be honest. Mm. But, um, yeah, working out apparently has better benefits mm. than... Um, oh, smoking something. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. Man, I wish you didn't bring up smoking something. Ah. <laughs> you want to go for a cat? We can pause it. Oh, yeah. This thing is pausable, isn't it? Well, no, not really. We just recorded it in two parts and then I can merge yeah, it together. Let's just do that. Yeah, with yeah. your editing skills. Yeah, with my great editing. I'm going to have to put in some song here, too. The only thing is I'm going to want to start publishing these. I actually like this one a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, but there uh, was, uh, yeah, but we didn't have a nice intro. No, no, but I can put the intro in. Okay. But we have to choose Yo, some. We need, we need an we need intro some, we can use. We need some non-copyrighted music. That's why I didn't yeah. play you, it. You can find it, though. Yeah, yeah it's there. We just need stuff. to find a good one. The, That's the hard part. The one part. that we like, yeah. Yeah. It's possible, though. We just have to invest the time to look into it. Yeah. yeah. I think we went in some, some crazy rabbit holes today, yeah. which was good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. And did we end on a high? well maybe it's not over maybe we just maybe we hold it for an hour and then start something next time yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah, we could just do that i want to publish this though i like this yeah Yeah, this is a good one are you guys down down maybe we'll review you know do we fuck i hate the word review (laughs) (laughs) why would it because this is what i hear at work all the time can you review can you please review please review i'll say fuck i don't want to review anymore man (laughs) if i don't catch your mistakes i'm at fault (laughs) (laughs) just blame it on me (laughs) (laughs) i always do (laughs) did we come up with the name then Okay, oh, so yeah. okay, okay, so yeah, this might be good to have on the podcast. So Ansu came out with one that I liked too uh, last time. We we're talking about like uh, I don't know how the word three sixty came up, but we're like, oh, yo, we're, we're thinking of coming up with all three angles, right? Yeah, like yeah. The, like looking at all angles of a situation. I like that. I like so that. So he said three sixty, and then we're like, we can't just call it three sixty. Yeah. We need something with it, and then he's like Fahrenheit. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, so it's hot. <laughs> yeah, it's hot. No, and it gives you all angles. That, that was a that was that's a, that's a popular uh, book. No, 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 no. That was nine. Thinking? That was nine eleven Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit nine eleven. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm also okay with three sixty F. Three sixty F. Yeah. Like yeah, good. yeah. I'm good with that. Like we give a fucks about all the angles, <laughs> <laughs> or it could be taken as Fahrenheit, in which yeah. it's hot. Yeah. Yeah. Whichever one. I mean, so being I'm, the girl who's gonna be obviously, yeah. you know, the one that is the most discerning, <laughs> to put it politely, what do you think of this name? Um, I I like it, but I remember there were other names you came up with when we talked about them before. That I re- I don't remember any of them though. We talked about chilling so sessions was a big one. Chillin oh yeah, I really like that. Yeah. I liked. I really un- like that. I, I, my favorite was still unlawful assembly. That was a good one. Or uh, indecent exposures. <laughs> That I like. I actually like that because the, the problem with that one, it's I too, yeah, we it's, can't get guests yeah, that are respectable. Yeah, you know, yeah, I think yeah, we yeah. can. Yeah, I, I know. I mean, we can, but imagine getting Zafar Bangesh on it. Decent exposures. Just don't tell him the name. Be like yeah, 360. There's a new podcast. And then change your name. <laughs> 360. 
360 in decent <laughs> Fahrenheit. <laughs> oh, man, that would be too funny. No, we, we should discuss this more though on the podcast. Yes. Like the yeah, thing yeah, of yeah. actually coming up with a maybe a listener will be like, guys, yes. you just need to be like the fucked ones or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, what else? There was another good one. Oh, man. I do think it's nice to have something catchy. Like, indecent exposure will yeah, draw true. attention. Like, and and yeah. sometimes you need something a little on indecent the Indecent exposure is already taken. We'd be calling oh, it indecent it. exposures. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I actually like that. I think that, that that's, that's uh, clever. We can, we can stick with that one then. Indecent exposure. We don't want unlawful assembly? Unlawful assembly is good. I like that. But you like indecent exposure. I like indecent well. exposure because I like the word exposure because we, we're talking about things and we're, mm. we're, we're bringing up things that some of us may not have considered, right? And we're, mm. we're, I'm getting exposed to new ways of thinking because of you guys or, or things like that. Mm. So I, that's what I liked about it where um, it's reflective of what I feel. <laughs> what about out. decent exposure? <laughs> <laughs> no, man. It just ruins it. No one will listen to Illicit exposure. You know what, though? If, if I was, if we had, if we had to have a like a visual to go with our podcast, right? It should actually be of us like completely bundled up, like you know, to offset what the name of the title would be. So be funny, completely yeah. unexposed. No, yeah, and that's what I think. That's what you're saying. Correct. Right? Yeah. Ah, yes, yes, yes. I was, uh, I thought something of like along the lines of the loose screws or something like that to make it like we're idiots because yes. we are. Yeah. Yep. But then I was like, no, it's too many words. Yeah. No, it's three words, and you don't need the loot, the duh. You can just be like loose screws, but. Mm. But I, I it feel doesn't sound as cool. That, no, that can, that can sound kind of perverted. <laughs> oh, because indecent exposure is not. <laughs> That's true. No, but yeah, I mean it's perverted, but it's yeah. I I think I like the exposure part of it because mm, it, it yeah. ties into what we're yeah. the nature yeah. of. What, that's why mm. I like it so much, and I like it better than chilling sessions too because. Uh, it, although I like that a lot because mm. chilling sessions is more again it sounds more relaxed yes. and just chill as opposed out. to and doesn't it sounds like we would be smoking weed while yes. talking about mm. it yes. Yeah. yes although I still like that I still like that a lot what indecent exposures no I, I like chilling sessions chilling too chilling sessions is good too but I think indecent exposures for me resonates the best with what the nature of what we're discussing yeah, because uh, mm. we actually go and just talk about random shit, yes. but they're all ideas that have some credence yes. in emerging yeah. thought, right? Yes. Yeah, I agree. We're completely non-experts, Yeah. so it is indecent for us to be talking <laughs> about this stuff. We're not an authority on anything. Yes. We're just a bunch of goofs sitting around, yes. you know, have nothing better to do on a fucking Friday night slash Saturday morning. <laughs> In the middle of the woods. Sitting in the middle of the woods. Sitting yeah. in the corner of a basement. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, yeah, that sounds that sounds like a good name. We can we like stick it. with that. Indecent exposures, yeah. yeah. And I like the S. I like that. Yeah. Actually, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's good because it's multiple thoughts, not multiple, yeah, yeah. right? Multiple exposures. <laughs> 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 Any other names? What were the other names? Yeah, that I can't we remember. Of? Off the grid, we loved. Yeah, right? but it's taken. And it's too. It's too like. Uh, too cool no it's t- 
uh, again, I keep coming back to Indecent Exposure, but the reason it's good is because it's kind of on the line. Like when you, if I was scrolling through a bunch of podcasts, the right? line steppers, line steppers. <laughs> that's another one that we <laughs> would out of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. like habitual line habitual steppers, line like steppers. habitually crossing the line. You know what I mean? That was one we thought of too, right? Habitual. Line steppers. No, but, the habitual line steppers is taken. Oh, okay. so oh, I really? was just thinking just I think the line many, steppers, but that's too many syllables. Mm. Habitual, like I mean, it, more so than words. Like you have to think about. How long it is impacted by syllables too? Yeah, right? uh, friends in low places would have been I really, really good. Loved that like one. That. But it was taken immediately. That I loved. I really, really oh, like that it was one. Taken, eh? Friends in low places. <laughs> yes, I like that's that. a good one. Yeah, I like that. that is a good one. I love that one. When we that we can't one. just call it low places, can we? No, because it doesn't make yeah. sense. No. It's actually a country. Man, song. who are these people coming up with podcasts? Like, there's so many. There is a podcast on everything yeah, and but, multiple ones. But podcasts multiple have blown up. That's why. Like yeah, a they, year they ago, out of control. podcasts were not what they are today. Yeah. Like uh, even two mm. years ago, they were because not. anyone can make it, right? Yeah. It's, it's so easy. And I think more people have switched to listening to them. That's true. Right? There's a market it's, for it. And and listening to like this long form. Of I discussion. wonder how many people stopped listening to podcasts during the pandemic because there's no commute. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I know a lot of people, like even at work, yeah, my brother said the same thing. I don't listen to any right now. Well, now I'm trying to, but because I'm not traveling it, anymore. And also podcast is a personal, like podcast is when you have your own space and time. Yeah. As opposed to now, people at home with their families, yeah, you don't a have great a lot point. of alone yeah. time, right? I think you're a fucking loser if you listen to podcasts with other people. Like oh, yeah. <laughs> Everybody gather around this pile of this fucking 1940s radio and shit. And fuck you. you Go back what? to the 40s. Even yeah. though I'm at home now and I'm working from home and stuff, I listen to it when I'm working out. Okay. Uh, right or when i'm like doing like cleaning or doing See, stuff around yeah, the place so you're, you're doing it around but i time. am alone so yeah. that that is different well too, i mean but. like you have more concentration than me then because if it's a really good podcast i want to catch every word yeah and sometimes when i'm working out it gets so intense the heart rate gets so high yeah that i'm like i'm just concentrating on like just finishing this just finishing it right yeah, yeah. and whereas if i put something on tv that i'm moderately interested yeah. in and just want to learn a little more about I'm comfortable with that. You're right, though, yeah. because I will never put a pot. Like, let's say on Joe Rogan, there's a scientist on. I will, I will never listen to that because that is one I want to pay more attention <laughs> because to. Because Joe right? Rogan's incapable of having anybody intelligent <laughs> on. <laughs> but if he has, like, a comedian on, I can listen to that because oh, I... Oh, because light. Because yeah, light, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, As opposed yeah. to I want to listen to and gain fact yes. or knowledge from something. Yeah. So I do make that Because decision. you want to be able to recount the facts yeah. for conversations like this, yeah. frankly. Yeah. For no other We're reason. We're listening to someone else's podcast <laughs> so we can discuss it on ours. <laughs> There's got to be a name for that podcast too. <laughs> On that note, <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, it's been it's been fun. That's a good okay, one. so indecent exposures. Yes, yeah, I like right, it. There we go.